Welcome. My name is Paula Ramirez and this is Chicana Mom Podcast. This podcast is dedicated to all the hardworking Chicana moms and their familias. We talk about life, parenting, the emotions we go through as human beings, the journeys of the struggles and triumphs, life stories, God, education, music, and more. I strongly believe we're connected in this world. Unidas creamos cambio. Querer es poder. Now let's get started. Welcome, my Chicana mothers and fathers and amazing people in this planet. Not that we're all different, right? We're all human beings regardless of what title we carry. But I want to talk to you today about something that I never thought in my life I would actually like fall in love with. I remember growing up with a Mexican hardcore mother and every Saturday and Sunday, it was insane. My mom would like knock every morning or actually I'm mistaken sometimes she would knock and sometimes she would just barge in and she would wake my aunt and I up my aunt is actually four years older than me um but she would knock levantense es tiempo para limpiar levantense no sean huevonas oh my gosh I would hear that all the time and I would be like oh my god it's Saturday I don't want to clean but then she would threaten us and it was just crazy. So we're like, all right, fine, fine. So we started cleaning. Um, back then I hated that fact that I had to clean. But now as an adult, it's crazy, you guys, because I love to clean. I love to read books on organization, decluttering, minimalism. I don't know. I find it so awesome. And I think the other thing, the reason why I also like to clean is because I love to decorate and redecorate my home. I remember growing up seeing my mom, um, she was doing some sort of, um, how can I say, it's not, it wasn't her business, but she did like demonstrations um, for home interiors. For those of you who are Chicanas, then I think you guys know what I'm talking about because I think a lot of our moms were obsessed with home interiors. Um, and if you don't know what that is, it was actually like a company, some sort like, uh, Tupperware company, you know, like Mary Kay, where they do like presentations on the products. So my mom would go and give presentations on these different items that you can use for the home decor. So I would always see her like changing the living room with frames, adding a plant and certain things like that. So that I did take from. So that is something that I took for my mom to seeing her change like a frame and just a little plantita here and there. But I imitated my mother, um, which, you know, growing up as a teenager, you're like, heck no, I'm never going to be like my mom. Ugh, screw that. No, I am similar like my mom. We, bumps, we bump heads. Um, but overall, it took a lot of her skills. Well, the way, her, the way she would present herself in the home, the way she would change things and et cetera. But that's what I want to talk to you about. Um, decluttering decluttering your home um, and your mind you know because if you're not able 
to take action, knowing the fact that you're in your living room, you're in any place in your home and you just sit there and you look at a stack of crap. <laughs> I say crap because at the end of the day, we don't really use majority of the stuff that we own. So anytime you sit in your room and you look around and you say, you know what? I am just tired of all those papers from that, that I've been collecting for the last couple of months or weeks or days. And I don't know what to do with them. To make the time to sit down and shred those papers, we dread that, right? But I will give you some tips of things that have worked for me and things that I've learned from different books. And it has changed my life completely. I mean, I think that our home is a place where we meditate, we cry, we laugh, we spend quality times with family members and friends and that is like a wonderful place to just know that we are creating an energy of positivity and I say energy and also I'm also going to add like oxygen. The breathing approach of clutter does not allow you to breathe. I don't know if you guys have ever noticed, but anytime that you clean like a room, um, the, the vibe, the energy just changes and you're able to like breathe. I don't know. I might be weird, but I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one. But anyways, today we're going to talk about decluttering your home. Okay. And how that also affects your mental health state. All right. So let's get started. Okay, so I'm going to start off by reading you this quote that I saw and stood out for me. And it says, you can't reach for anything new in your life when you have your hands full of yesterday's stuff. And the word stuff, obviously we can say, well, materialistic things, but also I'm going to gravitate it to things of the past. Things, uh, situations that you have experienced that have been very difficult for you to overcome. A lot of the times when we go shopping, we go shopping based out of one being bored to, and because we create this habit of like, oh, I'm bored, I'm going to go to the store and then you end up buying all these crazy things. I tell you that because it has happened to me um, and we go to the store because, oh, there's a sale going on and I have to go. I have a coupon that's like 50% and oh my God, hold on to this one. Whenever that coupon is more than 50%, it's 60%. Get out of my way. I'm going to the store because mentally we think I'm going to save that money. I don't have to spend it, but we're not even saving it. I want to talk about that a little bit more because I learned the very challenging way because it was like constantly shopping and I caught myself in that pattern and I know that my husband would tell me like, okay, do you really have to go to the store or like my mom and I'm like, leave me alone. You know, I didn't want to listen to them. But I get it now. I effing get the point of not spending money on things that supposedly you're going to save money because we're not. But this quote that I saw was like, wow, we can't move forward and say, okay, well, I feel sad, you know, majority of the time of my life. And, you know, I, I just want to clean my house because cleaning my house is going to depend for me to be happier. Well, let's look into that, okay? Because yes, you can do the action of trying 
to clean your home, to make yourself better. But what I've noticed in these patterns of cleaning with myself and with um, other of my clients, because I talk to them about decluttering in my health um, wellness program, and they tell me, you know, I start cleaning and I just do it like half ways because I get so unmotivated um, because I my mood starts to drop. So cleaning your room is going to help you, but it's not going to completely define your happiness. You have to be able to talk to someone, a therapist, a priest, a friend, someone that's going to be able to help you heal um, yourself, okay? Because no one's really going to do the work for you. You have to do it. But it's a lot of internal work to surrender. I love that word, you guys. The word surrender to me is just, if you believe in God, it's just like, I leave it up to you. Please guide me and help me help myself with this process. Put the right people in my path so that I'm able to grow. That's the way I perceive it when I say the word surrender. But I'm also talking about, you know, reaching out and asking for help um, in many different ways. You'll be surprised. There's a lot of people that are willing to help you. But I know there's that percentage of people who just don't care what we're going through, right? So we do have to be careful with that. So when you feel unmotivated, don't go to the store. A lot of people think shopping, oh, is my therapy. Jeez, I used to think the same thing. Oh my God, no, it is not your therapy. So if you paid $700, I saw this on a quote on Facebook. If you paid $700 and the sale says you save $100, you are not saving $100 you're spending $700. Does that make sense? We go in there in this mindset thinking we're going to save. We have to remember that um, this whole, what is that? The the market industry, and I don't know what you call it, the consumers, I don't know what. <laughs> they have everything worked out. They know that if they put a yellow or red sticker next to an item, our eyeballs are going to gravitate to that. And it's like, whoop, I'm going to the yellow section. I'm going to the red section and that's going to be clearance and that means that it's going to be less. Yes, you know what? I've actually purchased things that have been 10 times less of what it's worth, but that's like rare of the time, right? Because then we feel like, oh my God, I got it on sale. And we get like out of We come out of the store like, yes, I won the lotto. No, yeah, right. (laughs) But going shopping when we're bored is not a good thing. You know, you want to be able to go to the store and buy the things that you need. Yes, I understand we want to buy certain things that we want. um, But making sure that it's more of the things that we need versus things that we want. It's okay to splurge sometimes, but not like all the time. So owning less helps you just stay organized and clean your home less. So that right there, when I saw that, when I was first getting into like reading these books, I was like, oh man, I freaking get it. So I can go into the store and scan through and sometimes walk out with nothing. Man, when the first time I did that, I was like, damn, I'm proud of myself. It took a lot, you guys. It was just, I'm not saying that I had like, like some sort of like OC, I don't know if that would even be like a disorder of compulsiveness, not to that extent um, because I was able to walk away from many things, but I did find that unhealthy pattern of just going to the store and I'm not embarrassed of saying that because I know for a fact 
I am not the only one. So owning less is so much better. Donating the old stuff that you don't use. Now, this is the thing. What is worth keeping for you in your home that you know you need? And letting go of the things that you no longer need. Every single thing, materialistic thing, thing, I'm going to say that again, thing (laughs) in your home has a home. So if you see like five pens, for example, on your counter in your kitchen, know that those pens have to go somewhere. There has to be a home for all of your pens in one place in your home, not 10 places, one. If you see papers scattered everywhere, if you have it on your little desk in the kitchen and you have it on the desk in another bedroom and there's paper everywhere and it's paper that needs to be shred, you have to have just one place, one home for that specific papers. Does that make sense? So one of the things of reading some books and I will actually put the, put the books that I've read on my website at chicanamoms.com um, because I don't want to spend so much time reading or giving you all the names of the books I've read on this podcast. I really just want to touch base on the decluttering um, purpose of this podcast. So if you own something and you haven't used it for six months or more, it needs to go out. It really does. Think about it. If you have that item in your hand and it's really hard for you to let it go, think of yourself. Think. Why am I having a difficult time letting go of this little porcelain that was given to me five years ago from a coworker that went to Cancun? Why am I holding on to that? Oh, because it was a really nice coworker and she's still my friend. I feel so bad. <sighs> Look, five years ago, four years ago, three years ago, two years ago, they brought it with love. You enjoyed it for that time. If you don't need it anymore and you don't have like this joy of like, oh, it was nice and there's no space for it in your home, just let it go. Let someone else enjoy it. I'm pretty sure someone else will love that little piece in some sort of collection. Something that helps me all the time, and it took me a while to develop this, was to start cleaning. Cleaning, decluttering, and organizing are three completely different things, let me tell you. Cleaning, obviously, is dusting, right? Um, Organizing is putting things away um, in a place where they go and making sure they're just nice organized and not like all over the place. And decluttering is actually getting rid of things, okay? So don't get decluttering and organizing differently. Uh, I mean, mistaken, if that makes sense. I'm telling you, this podcast, every time I speak, I feel sometimes I'm a little nervous because I'm like trying to stay organized in my mind to share with you what I'm trying to say. So... Here, bear with me, please. Bear with me. Um, So with organizing, have you noticed that sometimes we have a box for a box for a box? Or we have a box to put stuff that we don't use, but we put it in a box and then to another box. So we have to just be very careful of that patterns because just in case I'll need it later. A lot of times we won't. And if it's something that you can just go to the store and get on your own, it's not going to cost a lot of time. Um, that it can get easily replaced later, just let it go because you're probably not going to need it in the next few days. You're probably going to need it in the next few years and it's just out of style. I mean, I don't know. That's just my um, tip for you. something that the way I've looked at it. So let me tell you this. The way I start to declutter, clean, and organize my home and I start from the front door of my home. I have a little table where I have a section to put our keys. 
Um, so I start off by cleaning that, organizing it, and removing things that I don't really like that anymore. Like the way I see things, for example, if I have a little plant and I don't like, doesn't make me feel like joy or mm, happy or just good emotions. I just like, okay, it's out. And then I clean my rug. I don't know, just something mentally. I just start from the front. I go to my dining room. I go to my other hallway that's in the entrance. Um, I go to my living room. I Then I go to my boys' restrooms. Then I go um, and I clean up my youngest son's room to help him out. He helps me. Well, I shouldn't say help me. He cleans his room. My oldest one, um, I just help him wash his sheets. He does everything else. And then I go to my husband's sometimes because obviously he cleans it up. Then I come to my bedroom and then from my bedroom, I come to the kitchen. So that's just how my little map works and it helps me completely. So if you have a specific place that you could always just start and then just go room by room and start decluttering, you can do that as well. Or you can also look at it by looking at every like item. I'll give you an example. So you can go to your closet, all of the closets in the room. And focus on all of the clothes that needs to be donated. You can focus on all of the papers that need to be shredded. You can focus on all of the books that you own and see what you're keeping, what you're donating. Or what you're, I don't want to say throwing away because I don't believe in throwing books away. But donating. Does that make sense? So you look at every single item to see if you need it. Um, if it's trash or if it's donation. So once you are able to find a, a way that you can organize, declutter, and clean your home, then that is where you will eventually have in mind that every time that you need to clean, declutter, and organize, you can start from that spot. Now, clutter is not just stuff. It's what stands between you and your life. So if you come into your home every day after the fact that you've cleaned, organized, and decluttered, you're going to have a good mood. You're going to feel good to come in and breathe that extra air that is no longer taking space from whatever item you were using or owning, I should say, because you weren't using it. If you find yourself having a difficult time cleaning, decluttering, and organizing, you will notice a pattern of things, of emotions, not things, let me correct myself, a pattern of emotions, frustration, anger, and your mind's going to gravitate to very false expectations. You're going to be somewhere else like in La La Land and you're not going to be focused in the present. A lot of the times we look at these magazines, right? Like home organizing and or remodeling and we look at them and it's like, oh my God, that kitchen was so nice. There's like no items all over on the counters. The, the floor is nice and clean. Like I would love that. Well, this is the thing. You don't have to have all this money to be a clean person. I remember going to homes of previous clients and there were some homes that, I mean, people had money and they were not clean. Um, so just because people are poor or low income doesn't mean that they're dirty. So I would go into like very low income homes and guess what? They smell so good. They smell like suavitel. Um, what is that? Fabuloso. I mean, I, this, I know it's a little strong, but they had ev like the beds were made. The counters were clean. 
didn't matter if their furniture didn't match. It didn't care. It looks so nice. So it's not about having like matching furniture, you know, top of the line stuff. No, 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 no. It's about you organizing your home, decluttering it and cleaning it. I don't know. It's kind of, you know what I would, it's like a, de- well, the word decluttering, right? It, I don't know. It, I gravitate to the word detox. It's kind of like you're detoxing your home. And at the same time, you're detoxing your mind. So one of the books that I first started reading was a life-changing magic of tidying up by Marie Kondo. That was the first book. After that, I was obsessed. And I love reading books on organization and decluttering. So I highly recommend this book. Now, this is the thing. You're going to read the book and maybe some things you won't agree with because there are a lot of people that don't agree with some of the things she says, like talking to your stuff. Um, Some people agree. It's up to you. But that book, I highly, extremely recommended. Okay? I highly recommended. Um, But think about it. If it's too much for you to clean your whole entire home in one day, it's okay. If it takes you a month, two months, three months, four months, it's okay. As long as it doesn't take more than a year, I think. I think that would be pretty fair. Make time for it. It's your home. Organize it. Decorate it. Put frames of colorful things that you like or maybe non-colorful things that you like. Put plants. I don't know. Just, you know, there's so many things that you can add into your, your home that don't have to be expensive. You know, and if you want to start over, you, I mean, it's up to you. You just don't want to splurge so much and spend so much money. Um, I know there's a lot of people that tend to remodel their home often and it helps them. But then maybe that can become an obsession as well. And it's like a never ending thing. But just balancing your life. I mean, everyone's very different. I'm not here to dictate to you like exactly what to do in your life. I'm just giving you some sort of food for thought for you to clean your home, declutter it and organize it. It is your place where you should feel safe and relaxed. Thank you so much for listening to me. I wish you the best in everything that you do. Learn from life. Talk to people. Ask for help. Know that you are enough and you are complete. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye.